The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. And thanks so much for being here. I'm Braxton Critcher, your host. You can find us 8.30 p.m. Sundays on the Light FM or anytime on the Light FM app. Just search for Community Spotlight. If you listen to the program before, we, we talk about communities, people that build up communities, serve their communities. Well, today we're going to discuss and learn how to combat something that breaks down communities loneliness. So all communities involved this week on Community Spotlight as we talk to author Jack Eason on top of being an author now. Uh, He's the executive director of Crossover Cups Mission. He's a pastoral consultant and he's a husband. He's doing it all. Busy guy. In the pandemic, we thought we were all going to be less busy. Sounds like Jack got even more busy by writing the book, The Loneliness Solution. Jack, so, so glad you're with me this week talking about this topic. So tell me, you released the book back in the fall uh, in the kind of the middle of the pandemic when we're all stuck at home. Uh, is that kind of the driving force why you chose to write the book? Yeah, no, that that's true. Uh, actually, I turned in this manuscript in uh, October, November of 2019. So a lot of people have told me, man, you, you're so brilliant to put out a book about loneliness in the midst of a pandemic. And I'm like, trust me, I'm not that smart. I'm not that smart. No, I actually, I actually wrote it because the the truth of the matter is loneliness was an epidemic before uh, the coronavirus, you know, came about and we were kind of thrown into this pandemic that we find ourselves still in. And and I agree with you. I mean, who would have thought 14 months later, we still would be talking about the coronavirus, but here we are. Um, so it's kind of been interesting. I mean, I, I hope and believe really God, you know, has been in the midst of this because a lot of the principles that we needed even before coronavirus, when it's gone, there's still going to be people facing loneliness for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm, I'm hoping that the principles in this book will help people understand how to really get connected. Yeah. And so you're from the Spartanburg, Greenville, upstate South Carolina area. Let's expand that a little bit, go to the southeast of the United States. When you did your research, uh, did you notice any differences in loneliness based on location, or was it kind of the same across the board? Yeah, you, you know, it's interesting. I, I am. I'm in, the, I'm in the upstate Greenville, Spartanburg area, and I, I researched that. I, I researched, was there a certain age group? that is affected. And what I discovered is I like to say it this way. Loneliness is an equal opportunity offender. (laughs) (laughs) So it really doesn't matter where you live or how old you are. uh, All of us can be susceptible, susceptible to loneliness. Now there are kind of a, I guess a couple of different groups of people that seem to deal with it uh, maybe more often, or maybe they don't uh, come up with the solutions quite as easily as other people. Um, And there are groups of people that you may you may readily identify one, one group is kind of the millennials or even those that are young 20 somethings. And I think that's obvious because a lot of those are in transition. You, maybe they're out of college, they mm-hmm. moved to a new city, new yeah. friends, maybe they're uh, new marriage, new relationship, new job, all those things that are new uh, create a, a sense of loneliness because it's, it's not things that you're familiar with. That's one group. The other group also, most people may kind of go, Oh, that makes sense is the elderly people who have been married for maybe 50 years, 60 years, they lose their spouse mm. and then they find themselves alone for the first time in a long, long time. Right. But the reality is, as I studied and I've gotten of course, tons of emails and 
text and correspondence since the book came out from people going, no, I'm this age and I'm lonely or no, I'm this age or I live here and I'm lonely. And, and really all of us can be uh, lured into that crazy emotional feeling of just not being connected. Yeah. You kind of touched on it there, Jack. You know, when somebody moves, you know, for me, I recently moved about a year ago. Uh, it's 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 hard. It's been hard for me to find the line of trying to keep up with friends I had before I moved, and then also make new ones. I think that's a challenge for a lot of folks out there. Where do you fall in that? You know, where's the balance uh, with people you knew, but then also people you know, uh, but then also mm. too. I think a lot of people are kind of like me too that um, have a lot of friends that are almost surface level. They don't have a lot of that are on that deep connection that they share they share a trust with. So where do you land yeah. on those two things? Yeah, well, f- first of all, I think you're exactly right, and and you're normal. <laughs> you're, you're like most really? of, most of us. <laughs> yeah. So so rest back. You're good. Wow. You're good. Good. Uh, no, I, I I think I think the first problem with with both of those questions, what we have to think about is, I think really defining friendship. Uh, and I, and I think, and I love technology. We're connected because of technology. I love that. Yeah. I'm a techie guy. I love the latest gadget. Um, but I think to some degree, uh, and, I, and I hope this is a lesson that we've learned in the midst of, of COVID is that maybe we weren't, we weren't as connected as we thought. Yeah. Because I think because of technology, it has created a false sense of connectivity uh, and a false sense of even friendship. I mean, we we can add or subtract friends with a mouse click. So we really redefine what a real friend is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and now that we've been thrown into this, uh, you know, different world that we now find ourselves in, it really has had us to uh, reframe and redefine what friendship is all about. So, so for me, those friends that I've known for a long time that, you know, I have been connected with uh, for many years, uh, we still try to stay connected. Some of them, I've, I'm like you, I've moved to different places. So some of those friendships aren't quite as uh, as strong as they once were. Uh, in the new places that I've moved, I've tried to forge new friendships. Uh, and I've discovered whether it's old friends or new friends, I, I've discovered it takes something. My, my grandfather used to tell me this growing up. He, he would say, you spell love T-I-M-E. Mm. And I think one of the other things that has happened because of our society is we think in our minds, friendship comes quickly. I mean, I, I, I left my house the other day and I went to get breakfast, dropped off dry cleaning, went to the bank, ran a couple errands, and I never got out from behind the steering wheel wow, because yeah, everything yeah. was just drive through <laughs> quick, 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 quick. You're right. So I think I, I tend to think, well, I, could, I can get a real close, deep friendship real quick, you know, click mouse, mouse, like me, like me, you know, join, add a friend. Okay. They're my friend. No, they're really not. So, um, you know, as my grandfather uh, still speaks to my heart, just thinking about all the things he said, uh, that's a big one, is that if we really want to have connection and friendship, whether, again, it's old friends or new friends, we have to make time for it. And uh, in our North American culture, uh, we don't do that too well. (laughs) Most of us don't even have a buffer in our week schedule uh, for friendship. Real quick, I, one one of the things you mentioned that I do is I'm uh, executive director of a of a mission, and uh, we do a lot of work in the Dominican Republic. And it's interesting down there; you can be riding in a truck with one of our drivers headed to our mission, and if he sees a friend pass by, they wave at each other, 
they stop, they pull over to the side of the road, they get out and they have a 20 minute conversation. Wow. <laughs> that would never happen. No. That would never happen in the States. <laughs> if you even and get so to culturally, <laughs> Yeah. So culturally it's just like, wow, there's my friend. I've got to stop and spend time with him. And and they know if we don't do it right then, they're like, we, we won't do it. So they just pull over to the side of the road, get out and they have a conversation. Hmm. So I think really, even in our culture here in America, we live such fast paced lives um, that maybe uh, the treadmill we've placed ourselves on is pushing us away from the community that God created us for. Yeah. Talking with Jack Eason here on Community Spotlight. And I, I kind of had a thought when you're talking about this, when you develop relationships with those around you in your community, it builds community. And I think we've kind of gone away from that. One reason or another, I think that's where we are in our culture, our communities, they're, they're broken. Mm, so yeah. the loneliness solution without giving away too much, I know people want to read the book, but kind of what are some, some pointers, some ideas about how people can rebuild community, kind of get out of that loneliness that they're in? Yeah. Well, I, I think you're right. I think it is contagious. Yeah. Uh, and again, you know, not just the Dominican, but other, I've had the privilege to be in a lot of third world countries and, and, um, I think one of the reason community there is easier is because they depend on each other so much more and they depend on each other so much more because if they don't, they starve to death that they die. I mean, just, just being yeah, frank, that's, that's just true. the reality yeah. of what it is. So they learn to lean on each other. And, um, you know, I think one of the great uh, hurdles that we have to overcome in our society is this idea of independence. I mean, I'm all for it. We have a, national holiday, we celebrate our country's independence, all for it. But when it comes to the body of Christ and how we're created, God created us to be interdependent on one another. You know, the arm can't do what the mm. leg can do. The leg can't do what the hand can do. Yeah. Um, so I think we really have to focus. If we change our mindset and kind of realize, wow, I'm only one piece of the puzzle, then we might have our uh, eyes a little more attentive to looking around to see who else can not complete us. We're completing Christ, but uh, who else God has to compliment us and to help us. When I was doing research on the book, one of the quotes that really, really rocked me was a guy named uh, Drew Hunter. And he made the comment, he said, um, uh, the first sin uh, in history was not uh, Adam and Eve and the eating of the fruit and all that was not the first sin. So I'm thinking, okay, who is this heretic who is this hypocrite that i'm reading i gotta dig in this guy and his, the comment that he made was the first challenge or not he didn't say first sin in the world he said the first challenge in the world uh he said the first challenge in the world was solitude and he said go back and read genesis so you know i did and, and you're reading i'm reading through there and it you know says god said it is not good for man to be alone mm -hmm. so that was the first problem was that man was lonely he was by himself and god created woman and you know ordained the family which is the first idea of community comes from God. So anyway, I mean, community, you're right, is a powerful thing. Uh, if Jesus needed community, who am I to think I don't need community? Um, mm. But the world sometimes pushes us away from, uh, again, from from searching for that. Man, so, so good. So, so good. And I, you've got me wanting to read the book. Uh, where can we find it? Yeah, you can, of course, uh, get it anywhere you can find books. But if you want to get it uh, at uh, my website, uh, jackeason.org. And uh, there are a lot of tons of free stuff there, videos and podcasts and stuff like that on this whole issue of loneliness. Then just uh, check out the website, jackeason.org. 
You can also find him on Facebook at Jack Eason Speaks, on Instagram, W Jack Eason, uh, pastoral consultant and executive director of Crossover Cups Mission, and now also an author. So, uh, Jack, we appreciate uh, your insight, uh, perspective, uh, and coming on Community Spotlight. Thanks so much. Hey, thank you, Braxton, for having me. We'd like to invite you back next time for Community Spotlight. It's the beginnings of spring. Maybe you're thinking about getting outside more, riding your bike. We'll talk about bike safety next time on the program. Hope to see you then. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.